0: What's up, camp? Wow, you guys feeling good this evening? Are you guys having fun yet? I saw that some points were taken away, and some points were then added to another team. Listen, if that proves anything throughout tonight, that nothing is in stone. Anything can change at any time. So for those who are losing right now, say, oh, that's me okay, it's the green glitches. (laughs) I'm sorry. Listen, the points in our games in the morning and evenings and even our rec games are now triple. So you have chance and time to catch back up. Someone fist bump your neighbor and say, we can do it. Oh, but you gotta say it with confidence. Say, we can do it. And all the hackers say, "Mm, we can do it. (laughs) Listen, playing video games is one of the most amazing things to do. Someone say, yes it is. But it's even more fun when you get to play with a friend. Do I have a witness in the house? When you play with a friend, it is so much more fun. And even more so today with the internet, you can play with a friend sitting right next to you or in a different room in the house Or someone clear across the world like your cousin in a different state or completely on the other side of the world if you wanted to with a fancy headset and a video chat and have a lot of fun. Anybody like playing online with some friends? Awesome. Play online responsibly. Always ask your parents, okay? I got to make sure I probably say that, all right? But listen, put your hands to yourself. And if you have a notebook, pull it out right now and take notes. Some of y'all showed me the notes y'all started writing down yesterday. I was so impressed and if you have a Bible, you can pull that out too. But if it's not a notebook and if it's not a Bible, I want to encourage you to slip it in your pocket or put it under your chair. That way you're not distracting yourself or someone else from hearing what God has to share with you tonight. So I got a question. Is anybody wanting to learn something new tonight from the Bible? Let me hear you. Okay. So last night we talked about re- you got to say it like you remember it, re- Okay, good. And a lot of you guys said yes to Jesus and you got to restart in your life, which means a new and fresh beginning to try again. And listen, maybe even today, maybe something slips. Maybe a, word, a bad word came out. Maybe, maybe you did something that was hurtful to somebody else. Maybe you didn't tell the truth. It's okay because I promise you, and we'll talk about this on our last, our last morning together, is that you're gonna mess up. That's just life. But the best thing about having a relationship with God is that you can always go to him and ask for forgiveness and he'll always be there for you. Someone say thank you Lord. But back to playing video games with friends. It's called cooperative mode or for short, co-op mode. Someone say co-op mode. And if you're taking notes tonight, that's the title of the message, co-op mode. Say that one more time, co-op mode. In other words, two are better than one but three is better. Someone say that with me. Two is better than one, but three is better. What is co-op mode? Well, here's the definition right here on the screen for you. Co-op mode is a gaming function that allows two or more players to work together to achieve a victory. I'm gonna read that again because I need you to hold on to that little definition. Grab it off that screen and put it in your brain, okay? Here we go. Cooperative mode or co-op mode is a gaming function that allows two or more players to work together to achieve a victory. Let me tell you what the very first co-op game ever created was. It came out in good old 1973, and Miss Chrissy kind of talked about it this morning. It was on the Atari system, and it was called Pong, not Space Invaders. It was called Pong, and this is what it looked like. All you had was this little white stick that you had to move back and forth as this ball or other dot went back and forth. It was basically ping pong with 8 bit or 5 bit or 2 bit or whatever it was back then. How many of you guys are so grateful that we don't have graphics like that anymore? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, back in 1973, this was the first video game ever to where two people could play it. It was revolutionary. Well then later, in 1979, another game on the Atari came out called Fire Truck. Anybody like fire trucks? Nobody likes fire trucks in the house, that's okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So when I ask you a question, you gotta respond back to me because I talk so much better when you're talking back with me, are you ready? Is there anybody that likes fire trucks? Okay, good. In this video game, one player drove the truck to avoid obstacles, which were AKA just blocks on the screen, and the other one would control the water to put out fires, which again was just blocks on the screen. Again, I'm so grateful we've bypassed all of these kind of graphics. And then, later on, came one of the most famous dynamic duo in video game history. In 1983, Mario Brothers was introduced to the world. Has anyone ever played Mario Brothers? Does anybody like to play as Mario? Would you rather play as Luigi? Listen, listen, those were the only two characters you could play at that time, but back in 1983, Mario Brothers came. But nowadays, with our new graphics, we got video games like these right here. Lego Star Wars, anybody play Lego Star Wars? We got Rocket League, anybody play Rocket League? Fortnite Lovers. What about Mario Kart? The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we got Mario Party, Cuphead, and so much more. If you like playing games with friends, let me hear you one more time. So with all that being said, my next part is about a story in the Bible. It's in the book of Exodus, someone say Exodus. Exodus is one of my most favorite books in the Bible because of the stories that are in there. And in this story is a guy named Moses. Has anyone ever heard of Moses before? Okay, so for this, I need one strong volunteer. I mean, strong volunteer. You gotta be super strong. I'm looking, I'm looking. You look really strong. Come on up here really quick. I mean, you look really strong. I love it, I love it. What's your name? Matthew. Matthew, everyone say hey Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Matthew, come with me really quick right up here. up here. This is your second time being up here? How does it feel? Turn around, say what's up everybody. Are you nervous? You are weird. nervous good cuz I'm nervous too. Okay, so back in the Bible, God gave Moses a stick. Someone say ooh. And with this stick, Moses did some pretty cool things. So Matthew, you're Moses now, okay? Okay, and what I want you to do, show everyone your muscles really quick. Do a strong man pose. Yeah, there we go. Like that. Look. No, no, no. Did you hear that? They went, "Ooh, there's some muscles. Do it again. Go." Mm. No, I'm doing it with you. Don't leave me hanging. Give it up for her, Matthew. Come on. All right. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to grab this stick and I want you to hold it high above your head. Don't move. Perfect. You look beautiful. Stay there. Don't be scared, but here's the thing. You cannot drop that stick. Can you do it? Do you think he can do it? Oh, y'all gotta be more confident than that. Do you think he can do it? Okay. I'm gonna check on you in a minute, but don't move. Don't move, okay? Are you good? Okay, don't move. So in this Bible story, Moses had to hold this staff above his head. For a long time. How many of you guys know that if you hold your arms up too long, your arms get what? And then your arms start to drop. So Matthew, you can't drop your arms. Okay, show me what you got. Have you guys ever heard the phrase, teamwork makes the dream work? Okay, so in this Bible story, the children of Israel, which were God's people, were down in a valley and they were fighting an enemy called the Amicalite. Someone say the Amicalulites? No, the Amalekites say Amalekites. Good, and as they were going at a battle, I mean, throats are being slashed and knives and swords and shields, and I mean, it's, a, it's an awful mess down there. Here's the thing about Moses, though. See, he knew that God was with him and that God's people, the Israelites, would win. Are you doing good so far? Are your arms getting tired at all? They're getting a little tense. Someone give it up for Matthew one more time. Say, you can do it! So Moses trusted God. Someone say he trusted God. And in Exodus chapter 17, verse nine, this is what Moses actually says. Moses says to Joshua, choose some of our men, then go out and fight against the what? Amicalites, right, you got it. Tomorrow, I will stand on top of the hill and I'll stand there holding the walking stick God gave me. Someone say, that's kind of weird so he did exactly that the morning came let me hear a rooster crow real quick okay some of y'all's roosters some of y'all's roosters need to go to the doctor they don't sound so great okay so listen to this you guys want to know what happened next listen the very next day this is what the bible says in exodus 17 verse 11 as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. Everyone say, yay! 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 But every time he lowered his hands, the Amalekites, the enemy began to win. Someone say, no! Yay! So let's make sure you guys are paying attention. Arms up, everybody says. Yay! When the arms go down, everyone says. Yay! Are you Ready? Arms are up. Yeah. Arms go down. You gotta go down. You're not gonna do it. You're gonna hold strong. You told me that I, couldn't. I did tell you that I couldn't. How's your arms feeling? They're getting tired a little bit. Hang tight. Stand strong. Someone say, Stand strong, Moses. Yeah. So when his arms are up, everyone says, You guys are on this. So his arms are getting tired. And Aaron and a guy named Hur, H-U-R, Aaron was Moses' brother. They're down there in the battlefield. And just like you, they kept hearing this. And they were all like, what is happening? And then they looked up and they saw that every time Moses' arms were up, their army was winning. But anytime his arms dropped, they started to... Lose. So I need two more volunteers to come help me really quick. You guys, right here, come on. Just because y'all's hands went up at the exact same time. What's your name, Bub? Caden Kaden and Rayla. Caden Rayla. and Rayla, come on up, Caden and Rayla. So they came up, Aaron and her. You're gonna be my urn. Come over here, A.A. Ron. Stay right there. And then we got her, H-U-R, but it's an H-E-R right now. Okay, so Aaron and her came up and they saw that Moses' arms were getting tired. So this is what they did. Take a step down there for me, Moses. Keep those arms up, baby, keep those arms up. They pulled up a rock for him to sit on. So sit down right there for me, Moses, but don't drop those arms. How's your arms doing, by the way? They hurt. One more time, give it up for Moses over here. And this is what happened next. Aaron over here I want you to hold that stick right there and her I want you to hold that right there what are they doing right now they are helping in Exodus chapter 17 verse 14 this is what the Bible says in this story and it's amazing to know the progression of what's happening and we're going to put it on the screen for you in Exodus chapter 17 verse 14 when Moses's arms got tired because your arms are tired right that boy said, Yes, look at that head hanging down low. A Aaron and Her, they got a stone and they put it under him. And he sat on it, okay? There he is. Aaron and her held up his hands. Aaron was on one side, and her was on the other side. And Moses' hands remained steady until when? That means he did not drop his hands until the sun went down. Someone say, Oh my goodness. His hands stayed up the whole time because of two other people coming to help him. Because of that, do you think the children of Israel won the battle against the enemy? You're right, they did. And this is the last thing before he drops his arms. In Exodus chapter 17 verse 14, this is what God said after the enemy was defeated and the children of Israelites won. This is what God said. To them. He said, I want you to write this down. Someone say, write this down. Now, when a teacher or someone tells you to write this down, why are they telling you to write something down? So you can remember it. That's exactly what the Bible says. It says, Jesus, God said to Moses, what happened today? Write this down so you can remember it. You guys put it up for our volunteers up here. You can put your hands down now. Woo! Great job, Matthew. Go take a seat. How's your arms feeling by the way? That boy said tired. You did so great man, you're gonna have muscles and all those girls are gonna be like Ooh, you held that stick up so high. I am so proud of you. So let me ask you guys a quick question. If we're talking about co-op mode where two are better than one but three are better, do you think Moses could have held his arms up by himself that whole time? He needed help. Someone said he needed help. So Aaron and her came up and helped him to win victory. It's kind of like playing a video game. He got two other players to jump in and his entire army beat the enemy's army. Say, that's so cool. This reminds me of another Bible verse that I'm gonna hit home with you guys. So if you're taking notes, you wanna write this one down. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses 9 Through 12, it's a lot. Are you ready? Two people are better off than? Hey, you guys are paying attention. Two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, if two people lying close together, they can keep each other warm But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked. Someone say, "Uh uh-oh. They can be defeated. Someone say, oh no. But two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So the whole title of tonight's message is called co-op mode. Two are better than one, but three is. And this last part, three are even better for a triple braided cord is not as broken. What, what is a triple bra, I got something to show you. I'm gonna have my volunteers come on out and they're gonna help me out. You guys give it up for our dance team really quick. These guys are amazing. They're my interns, they've been working all summer long to be able to spend time with you guys and practice. But listen, you guys ever seen a bill, a deal of yarn like this at Walmart or Etsy? Okay, your cat might play with it. You know what I'm saying? This this is not much, okay? With it, if you pull too much, it would break, right? But we're gonna try a little experiment. Someone say, oh, I love experiments. So Kaylee's over here on this little wheel thingy or jigger to Bobby thing that has wheels on it. And uh, her sister Caitlin over here is just dying to yank her off the stage that way. You know know what I'm saying? Like you just sibling rivalry. So we're gonna see, and y'all are gonna help me on the count of three, if Caitlin can yank this yarn and pull her sister across that stage. Are you guys ready? But in order for Caitlin to make it happen, you gotta count with me. In three, two, one. Let's go, pull it. Pull it tight. Let's go, Caitlin. What happened? We knew knew it was gonna break though, right? So Caitlin needs a second player because two are better than one. So let's come on up here, Miss Jillian. She's gonna bring out two strings. Someone say, ooh, two strings. So Caitlin's gonna have a string and Jillian's gonna have a string. Do you think two strings are stronger than one? Do you think that Caitlin and her friend Jillian can pull Kaylee across the stage with two strings. Well, hold on, it said two are better than one. Are you guys ready? Are y'all ready? Is Kaylee ready? That girl's like, I'm on a, I'm on a rocket skateboard, let's go, baby. All right, count it down with me. In three, two, one, let's go. Guys. This is not the way we rehearsed it. it it's just, you're supposed to pull her across the stage. Okay, let's go back to that scripture. It said, two people are better than one, but what? It's three, three, you're right. Let me come back here and say, there's some, hey, hey. Yeah, you, Jesus, come on, Jesus. Let's go, Jesus. Give it up for Jesus. All right. So we've already established in our little experiment that uh, Caitlin can't do it by herself. And even if she has a friend, she couldn't do it by herself. So let's let's see if Jesus can help pull Kaylee, even if it's just a little bit across that stage. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, Jesus? Are you ready? Kaylee, are you ready? okay bless you bless you bless you bless you bless you all right here we go count it down with me three two one let's see come on here oh 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 you guys give it up for Kaylee. Great job. Hey, you guys stay right here for me really quick. But Kaylee, you are dismissed. Thank you so much. Awesome. Jesus, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Jesus. It's really Jake, but he's dressed like Jesus. Okay. Let me, let me, let me see if you guys are following along with me really quick. In video games today, we have well-known co-op players that are really famous characters like these right here. Sonic and Tails. We've already established Mario and Luigi. What about Ratchet and Clank? Anybody like playing Ratchet and Clank? We got Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, Jack and Dexter, and my personal favorite, Spider-Man and Miles Morales. So here's something I gotta bring to your attention because I was homeschooled, homeschool high five, okay? And um, math and spelling are not my thing but I'm very creative okay but so I need your help on something what does one plus one equal two right I'm re- I can at least follow along with you on that one listen I did do third grade two years in a row best two years of my life okay Listen, listen you guys are right one plus one equals two but, someone say, but. You said but at church camp. <laughs> Come here, really quick. What does one plus one plus one equal? Did you say three? All right, all right, all right. You're actually wrong. It's not three. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. This is really important for you to catch. Watch, watch, watch. In school, you would have got an A plus. One plus one plus one equals what? Okay, stop right there. But, someone say but. In your walk with God, are you listening? In your walk with God, one plus one plus one does not equal three. One plus one. Plus one plus one equals what? One. Pastor Chris, you really were homeschooled, baby. What are you talking about? One plus one plus one equals one. No, 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 no. One plus one equals one in your walk with God. Why? Because it said a triple braided cord is not easily broken. If you guys look very carefully, you can come up here afterwards or, or go home and look at this, but if you try to unravel a piece of yarn, how many pieces do you think it actually has? Three. becoming one. Now one of these by itself, easy to break. You get more than one, that row becomes stronger and stronger. So here's something I gotta ask you one more time. In your walk with God, what does one plus one plus one equal? Take a step over here for me, Mr. Jesus. Take a step over here for me, Mr. Jillian. Last thing I want you to notice. Are you listening? Are your eyes focused? I want you to notice where they're positioned. Because when they were pulling that cord over there to pull Kaylee, we started with her, then we brought in a friend, co-op mode. Someone say co-op mode. But something was missing in the middle. In the middle. Someone say in the middle. Listen. Listen, in your friendships at home, in your friendships at school, if Jesus is not in the middle of those friendships, you are gonna be just like this piece of yarn and it's gonna break. You guys give it up for our volunteers. Y'all did awesome. Thank you so much. Bye, Jesus. I'll see you in my dreams all right everyone look right up here we're gonna we're gonna end and our dance team's gonna make their way up here and we're gonna sing out one more song but before we do this is something I need you to understand what's happening tonight are you guys listening have you ever heard another story in the Bible of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego okay three friends someone say three friends They were thrown into a fire. Someone say, oh, that's hot. But Jesus stood in that fire with them. They had to have Jesus in their friendship. And even still, you can read more stories in the Bible where people were friends and they were doing incredible things. But Jesus was in the center of their friendship. So this is what I want you to do really quick. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to bow your heads because I want you to cut off distractions really fast. And I want you to ask yourself this question right now. Do I have a friend, do I have a friend that does not point me to Jesus? Think about it. When you hang out with this friend, are they encouraging you to say bad things? Are they encouraging bad habits, to do bad things, to say bad things? Because if so, maybe it's time to rethink that kind of friendship because if Jesus is not in the center of this friendship it will eventually fall apart we're going to talk more about this um, on saturday morning before you go home but you and i absolutely have to have jesus in the center of our friendships co-op mode is essential in our lives there are some battles you cannot face alone you have to have a friend but more than just a friend who can Talk with you and hang out with you and listen to you. You have to have Jesus in the center of that relationship. So I'm gonna ask you again Is there a friendship at home or at school that you need to rethink how often you hang out with that person? Now listen, remember our story last night? I'm not telling you to excommunicate that friend and kick him out of your life because Jesus hung out with who last night? Zacchaeus, who was a sinner who was someone who was doing bad things. Even Jesus would hang out with people who did bad things. So I'm not saying don't hang out with them. I'm asking you to rethink how often you hang out with them, how much of an influence they're having in your life. You need to have friendships fully established in your life where Jesus is in the center of it all. And listen, I know physically we can't see Jesus with our eyes. I know physically we can't wrap our arms around Jesus and give him a big hug. If you want, I can have Jake dress up again and y'all can give him high fives and stuff later if you want to. But listen, he is here. God is here. And when I say here, I'm not saying God is just here at, at Camp Wow. God is with you. Someone say, God is with me. When you go home, God is with you. When you go back to school, God is with you. When you're hanging out with your friends and you're playing video games and you're having fun, God is still with And listen, even when you mess up, you say something wrong, you do something wrong, God is still with you. He is here. When Jesus died on the cross and came back to life and went to heaven, he said, I am sending someone way better than me who will be with you always. Someone say always. And it was his presence. And he's promised us that no matter where we go, no matter what we do, he is always with us. His presence is all around us. And I don't know about you tonight, but I am so grateful for the love of God that in my friendships, no matter where I go, he is always with me. What about you guys? You guys excited about that? So this is what I want you guys to do. Would you guys stand to your feet with us this evening? We're gonna sing one more song before we um, are dismissed but this is what I want from you guys you guys are so awesome I'll give you a high five alright everyone look at your neighbor and say Shh. listen this next song is not a lock it pop it polka dot it okay this next song is a song between you and God to connect right now And I'm fine with you guys coming up here. I love that. But this is what I want you to understand right now is that in this moment, say in this moment, it's me and God. Come on, say it like you mean it. In this moment, it's me and God. And I know that a lot of you might not know this song but you're gonna catch on so easily. And I want you to just lift your hands right now with me this evening. Why are we lifting our hands, Pastor Chris? Because just like Moses lifted our hands and they got victory in their lives, man, I just proclaim over you right now that as you are lifting up your hands in worship, you are gonna see victory in your life. Listen, listen, some of you guys are struggling with anger issues. Some of you guys are struggling with saying curse words. Some of you guys are struggling in a home where mom and dad are fighting or maybe they're already divorced and it makes you so mad. Some of you guys are struggling because people make fun of you all the time. Some of you guys are struggling because something was said or done to you that was not good. But tonight, someone say, tonight. It's me and God. So with your hands raised, I wanna pray and we're gonna sing this song. Lord, I love you so much and I can't thank you enough that our friends in our lives are gonna be centered around you. God, that we absolutely cannot win our victories alone We have to have someone else in our life, but above all, we have to have Jesus the center of it all. So, tonight, as we worship you with this next song, help us to remember you are here. Someone say it you are here. here. Come on, Camp Wild, let's sing this song to Jesus with all of our hearts.